0: 20th. We are going strong for four days with also a bonus money session. We also have added our Facebook group with challenges and activities. Listen, y'all we work So in order to sign up to participate in all pieces, I want you to head down to the show notes and get on the bootcamp experience list so that you can get started with us. Now, also our private practice signature program DTA will also be opening soon. So make sure that you check the show notes and get on on that notification list as well so that you can be the first to know about all the juicy bonuses that we have coming down the pipeline. It is glow up season. I will see you in the bootcamp. Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and life. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency, and being a professor for over 18 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Intentionally Abundant podcast. This is a business episode. I have a very special guest, Ari. So, Ari, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Yes. So let our viewers and listeners know also on the audio podcast where you are located and what type of mental health provider are you?
1: Okay. I am physically located in the state of Illinois, on the south side of Chicago, right outside of the city. But I also am licensed in Texas and Indiana. So I have pretty much a full caseload in the state of Texas, targeting more of the Frisco, Dallas area um, with clients.
0: So you you see clients right now. So can you tell the viewers a little bit about your business? Because I know we've had business owners on here that are therapists, but they've had individual practices, group practices, and different streams of income. So what, how would you define your business?
1: Well, when I created it, I was like, I'm going to have a group practice. So the whole thing is the heart of counseling and wellness. Um, So it's set up to be a group practice. But I've realized that it's just mostly just been me. And I'm okay with that because the way I'm different is how I just run the practice. And I like I offer traditional counseling sessions, which is the 50 minutes an hour session. But where I'm hyper focused is doing my intensives. And, and starting to expand into workshops. Um, so that way I have more time with my clients. So I, I love that setup. Um, and I'm bringing on a yoga therapist that intentionally would just be doing yoga. Basically the whole background of me is trying to get this whole entire holistic style of therapy.
0: I was going to have to actually go into that. So usually I always ask their <laughs> therapist, like, how did you get into this field? And then a lot of clinicians are still trying to hone in on their niche so I love for people to share like, OK, this is where I started, but this is where I am, at least right now in this season, because we're forever evolving. And so can you share a little bit about why you got into this field and then also who specifically do you serve right now?
1: OK, so actually, this was not my first career. So I went back to school. I felt like God was telling me to be a um, uh, therapist, but more so like in the, like a biblical counseling and kind of went through that whole thing. And I met this one lady and she was like, no, you need to go to school, get your secular degree. And she was a very powerful woman. only met her through the phone. And I told her, yes, I'm gonna do whatever you say. And that's what I did. So it was the best decision of my life. So when it got into counseling in school and one of my close friends in school, she was actually a partner of a sex addict. Never heard of it. And from there, I was like, okay, I'll just do the training because she's doing the training. Mm -hmm. So honestly, it was just her. (laughs) And from there, I learned more and really dove into that community of addictions because I knew I wanted to work in the addictions field in some form, but not that be all. But so I got into there. And one of the things that they do a lot are intensives. I had never heard of that. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, why I spend so much time with a client? Um, A lot of it was done with couples. And so when I first moved to Chicago from Alabama, I started working for a full CSAT practice. That's the certified sex addiction. And they did intensives there. And so I started doing intensives with them and I loved it. However, I'm like, why does it just rely, stay in this area? Why not just offer it to anybody? Um, And so when I left that practice, I had my very first client struggling with major depressive disorder. And that was one of the things I was like, Hey, you want to kind of spend more time? Cause we always seem to almost run over time. Mm -hmm. And I did my first intensive there and I was just like, this is it. This is it for me. I absolutely love it. Which a lot, I know a lot of people's like, why do you spend so much time? That sounds more crazy over just an hour. But it's beautiful, the process that you get to see done in that time. And as therapists, you don't always get to see somebody's progress. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you get the start, but you don't get to see the end. And so having that much time. So with an intensive that I'm spending four to six hours, probably four to six days, depending on the amount of time working with the client. Okay. Um, a lot of times I split it up between two weeks so that they have to go back in a week in their life to be in their life and see what we started with. And then we, we come back and we touch on some things, mm-hmm. um, some clients are still my clients. So I still see them hourly, but the growth in that time, that was like three to six months of therapy being done at that time. Yes. Um, seeing how that you know, projected us into where we are now, a lot of them, I've been able to see them leave my door sooner because we were able to hit some things and like put it in a safe, isolated place. So that's been very, very helpful. And that's where like, that's where I am now. That's what I'm doing. I do couples, most couples, I do them over eight weeks, but they come in for three hours with me because with two people, it's a little bit more. And so Mm -hmm. I would hear most people I was seeing, they would do it over a weekend. It would be eight hours. I can't keep that much attention, so I don't even like. <laughs>
0: I'm just like four to six hours, man, and with two people, because we're talking about like different personalities, right. different baggage backgrounds,
1: right? <laughs> and I just feel like, how can I mean, think about the trainings you go to? That's over a weekend. It's like the reason why you ask for the slides and the recording is because it's so much information. You cannot hmm. possibly. Right. Know everything that they said and process that. And so having some time, space in that is able to sit in with people Then mm-hmm. um, I'm very holistic. So we're not just talking. I'm I'm a certified brain spotting therapist. So I'm doing some brain spotting. We're doing activities. I love to break things. Eventually, I'm giving me a rage room. So we're breaking. <laughs> we're doing, pulling in some art therapy. I will make clients get up and dance, you know, and then with the yoga I've incorporated doing the yoga and it's not traditional like the fitness yoga It's mm-hmm. specifically for whatever trauma that we're working on. And so now most of my population are predominantly women. Between the ages of 25 and probably 55, Mm -hmm. they are either at the very top of their career field, the CEOs, the business owners, Mm -hmm. or they're the new people that's in, um, that's just graduated school, just started out. But the Mm -hmm. personalities and the mind frame, they are the alpha women, either just at Mm -hmm. further along in their career or at the beginning of the career. But most Mm -hmm. of them, like you can tell, they are the alpha woman where they help everybody else, but they don't take care of themselves. So they don't really know boundaries um, and they really don't know how to share their feelings because they're used to being the helper and now they're uh, suffering in silence. So those have been most of the women coming in my door. And thanks to you, it's helped me be like, put the words to it. So I'm like, These are, <laughs> this is the client that I'm looking for coming in my door because they kind of already come, but mm-hmm. to be out there for them to know that this is that safe place for them.
0: Yeah. you like, oh, I'm going to go back even to like when you were describing, because I learned something new every time I interview someone on a podcast, like, oh, that's how you got into like intensives. I didn't even know that. Right. Cause we only talk about like where you are now and where you want to go, right. you know, in coaching. And so um, I find it very fascinating because the picture that was coming up to my mind when you were describing the services were kind of like, well, not kind of. It was like an impatient, but like you created your own system so that they can go home after they've had this hyperintensive. And I do love the idea of I'm going to say testing the waters because we do that in one on one therapy with like a 45 or 50 minute session. But could you imagine if because it happens, you are reaching a peak and then it's like up. Uh, time is up, don't let you be in a physical space or have another telehealth right, right. behind them because you can't let them go over, yeah. right. which sometimes we want to, you right. know, so badly. So your the space that you've created, which I love, is you've allowed them to have that room so that you can see their peaks, right. like up and down as well, and that you can truly put them together, like to go out of the room right, or out of the telehealth space versus what sometimes a 45 minute session can do. So I, I really wanted to like highlight that so I'm like, hmm, that's
1: like a out outpatient inpatient. <laughs> right. That's how I used to describe it at first. And so people were like, what is it? I was just like, so picture inpatient, but you don't stay. You and this because the reality is, inpatient is great. And some like I scan my clients because I'm like, no, you need to go to inpatient and come see me after. But it's like you stay here and we do the work. But in inpatient, you're in a bubble. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, I hear a lot of people say it was great while I was there. It really helped or whatever that they were going through. But when they came back to life, they didn't know how to do what they learned their tools and implemented in their life because they were implementing in an isolated space. And wow. so this is this space that you're still isolating in, but you still, every day you're going home,
0: mm-hmm. every day you're
1: still seeing the same people. So the stuff that we work on or you notice something come up, how now is that impacting you when you at home with your family mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to come back the very next day and be like, listen, I wanted to go off on everybody. Okay, let's use that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Just bring it back the next day. Let's use that and be able to actually see what that can be Mm-hmm. in that time. So some people, like I said, it has been spaced out over like a six to eight week period yeah. specifically for what we were working on with this person, but that helped them like every week they're interacting and they're bringing it back. So we're seeing change go that way because of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, cause you did say it and I, you know, I'm all about showing therapists was possible through other people's <laughs> success. And so I know that we talked early offline and stuff. And so can you share with our viewers and listeners, like where do you meet these people people at? Because I not meet them at, but in terms of where do you have their sessions? Cause I know that you have different packages that you meet them where they are, or they go somewhere else. They come to you. You talking about where they come do the okay mm-hmm. so
1: they always come in office i haven't done um intensives virtually i think because i would have to do short time because my attention span
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but two um a lot of the work we do like i'm, I'm pointing down because i have it right here but i have like my cartman's triangles that we walk yeah. i make people do physical movement because i'm like ingraining this in your body the body does mm-hmm. keep the score on good and bad things um so um i have them come in office i'm in the midst of transitioning into my own space now and so in there i have my office. And then I have an intensive room where it's more spaced out, you know, people come comfortable Two, I want it to be a comfort space, pillows, rugs on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like I want them to feel at home, but my ultimate goal is getting a house. I want to have a house that they come to, where it's like, I can also incorporate, we can be cooking, we can be gardening, we can be mm-hmm. outside playing basketball. So that's the ultimate goal is having that full home experience. Because think about it, a lot of people are traumatized at home, whether it was in a marriage, particularly one where it's like boundaries with their children, whether it's mm-hmm. like they live alone and they're single. So having a house where it's like, this is familiar. Yeah. Let's process this in a familiar space. And then how can you take it back home and now put it in that
0: space? OK, are all the services that you because I'm I'm imagining that somebody is going to hear this and or share it with someone that they know. And we always have to have a disclaimer on when I interview therapists because we have to separate therapy versus like coaching. Mm-hmm. So this is another disclaimer is like for listeners, if it's therapeutic services, um, say your states again that you're licensed in, because for therapy clients, these are the only clients that can see her for therapy <laughs> but coaching- um,
1: it's yeah illinois texas and indiana but if okay. anybody comes flies in so i do have clients that will fly in and do an okay. intensive and as long as they're in the state with me then that's still fine
0: okay and then is that all is all your services listed under counseling or are some of them coaching they're all listed under counseling. Okay. Okay. just want mm-hmm. to make sure because I know, I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> like more people will just hear the information like, I heard that you, you right. know, <laughs> S, y, and, and we want to let people know just as a disclaimer because a lot of people don't take the time out to educate the public. And then because online, I would say, is, you know, all over the place right now, this is where most people are learning information is through right. videos or reading stuff. So we just wanted to put that out there. So what is like your goals for therapists who are listening outside of you wanting to have your own home for these clients? And uh, that just sounds so comfortable, like to go outside and garden. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of your other goals in your business that you want to accomplish?
1: Uh, one of the things that I'm working on is trying to do the workshops, whereas like, and two different routes with that one for the people that's already done an intensive. So it'd be like an intensive booster. I'm going back to some of the things I have people all the time. Like, can I just come get on the triangles? I feel myself on this particular triangle. And I'm so to be able to do that, but now interact with others Mm -hmm. in that still keeping it smaller and intimate, but being able to bring them in and allow them to now interact and now help each other on that next level. And then two, the workshops for people that's never done an intensive kind of want to do it, but don't really understand, or maybe it's financially, they can't do it, but they can't do a full one, but this will at least help in some way. Um, so doing those intensive, still smaller, more intimate groups because I want them to feel comfortable in sharing. Yeah. So those are the two things I'm aligning. Um, also school starts. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in, Enrolled um, at Hampton University for their PhD program with council mm-hmm. education supervision. Nice. Um, so one of the things I want to study there is generational trauma. Specifically, this generational trauma is the de- emasculation of minority men mm-hmm. and how, like with women, because once again, these very powerful alpha women, a lot of times they're marrying men that have been emasculated either already. Before Mm -hmm. they got married with them or in their marriage, they're doing it there. And, but they want this man to take this certain position, but it's like, you don't realize how some of your behavioral patterns, because Mm -hmm. those are survival patterns for you are now Mm -hmm. demasculating this male.
0: Man, you about to have like half my podcast listeners call (laughs) you tomorrow. (laughs) I think that what you're talking about is very unintentionally, uh, unintentional and unconscious. Right. More dangerous because we're not aware. Right. Right. the, if we look at the stats in terms of even what happened in 2020, with not just women but also women of color becoming more powerful, making more money, right. being able to lead into opening businesses, right. I mean, what does that do to your household?
1: Right, and being able to be there, and it's like you can still be an alpha woman. You don't have to take that, mm-hmm. but you have to recognize what are like your trauma patterns that now are showing up, and what are his trauma patterns. Two, exactly. if you're a mom raising a boy. Mm. how are you raising him? And I see it. And I have a male, a little four-year-old. So I'm like trying to be more intentional, but the book, I want to study men and just mm. see where that comes in to be able to now utilize this. Not only, I mean, it's helpful tool for them, but it's still going back to target and being helpful for more women. And like, how do we start to thrive in our marriages and how do we recognize our stuff? Because at the end of the day, you can only work on you.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so yeah. good. That's so, so good. That's so weird. yeah, no, no, that was good. um, so one thing I do want to talk about before we leave, like we're in the season right now of streams of income, which, as you know, and you just mentioned, <laughs> right? um, it is to me very important for especially a mental health therapist to, to diversify their portfolio, mm-hmm. and I think that grad school does a good job at least exposing us to different ways of thinking, but when it comes down to how to implement that and make that show up in our business, it's like very. Foreign. So I um you're a part of our elite coaching mastermind program. We had the opportunity to meet in real life, you know, in person um almost a month ago now. I don't went by fast. Right, (laughs) right. Like three and a half weeks. What was your experience in the mastermind in person? Cause I know we do a lot of stuff online, but one of the things I'm highlighting after coming out of this two-year black period (laughs) is the power of getting together with like-minded people in person because the energy feels different.
1: Yes. Yes. One, I'm all, I've always been one of those like hands on loner learners anyway. So to be in person, to hear everybody else's story. Um, I mean, I felt like it was even more powerful, like when we actually left out of the room and we were just like talking and walking around and like eating and just those type of conversations, just seeing where everybody is and not in. To me, I'm like, oh, y'all are just so powerful. So just to sit in the room is like, I supposed to be here? Like, you know, it really challenges imposter syndrome when you sit in the room with these other women and you're just like, okay, you're here too. And mm-hmm. just to see everybody to be vulnerable and just, ha- just have that. I mean, the just when you walked in the room, just the essence of the room by itself is like no words for it. Um, mm-hmm. And I just appreciate that time because online you can really detach from that. It's like, you can be learning, but you can kind of detach when you're in person. It's like, okay, you're learning, but then other people are also, we're all therapists in some way. So we recognize in body language. So I think that makes a difference. Um, Just, I've noticed just coming, switching career fields and noticing like being in the room now with other people who our job is to watch and learn and grow um and help people, you know, push further is that that body language, language piece of just like I plenty of times Millie would tap me and she'd be like yeah or we'll be so it's just those pieces where I felt like that was very powerful for me to just have that um two I like to travel so okay. they just give me reason to just go someplace <laughs> Get away. <laughs> it was just enough time um, not to overload it, but enough time for like even like when I go back to the room just to sit and let some mm-hmm. of the stuff just sink in and process. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like you, like you said, you go to these trainers, there's so much coming from so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go crazy and have Thousands of ideas from when you're there, but right. just honing in, and then those activities that we did. I really love the hot seat, it makes me very mm-hmm. nervous, but I really do like it. <laughs> and <laughs> then recording that recording was everything, so like I go back and just replay it and be like, Oh, okay, I don't even remember when you said that part, but I have it and I can use it now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I when I think when I was introduced to the mastermind, I was fairly not young in age, I was in my thirties, but I'm going to say I was very early in my career in terms of a business owner. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very grateful that I was exposed early, but I'm like, gosh, I wonder what would have happened if I had this before, because I had it when I had my group practice. What would have happened if I would have had it during private practice, let alone if I would have had a space, I'm going to say like the space that I created, meaning around actual therapists, not just like-minded people, because that adds a layer for some of our students, they've been exposed to other like coaching programs, not necessarily masterminds, it feels different, and as right. you said, that's why I'm like, man, y'all sit on a pot of gold. Y'all all went to school, but then you also probably brought into school you already being present right. to know how to naturally observe and right. be vulnerable, and right. know that in order to get to that next level, you got to tap into your emotions, not just strategy.
1: Right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was trying to figure out why my degrees, because my. I have my uh, BS in um, uh, exercise science and I used to personal train, and I worked. And then I have my MBA in healthcare administration. So Mm -hmm. I ran, I've been a GM. I ran, I know the business, but it's very different in the corporate world to then Mm -hmm. switching. I was always different. No wonder I was the eyeball in the other world because I wasn't (laughs) supposed to be there. But like taking it in now and just seeing it's like, so when I hear the tools, it's like, okay, I know these business tools, Mm -hmm. but now putting it in a therapy perspective, that's totally different. And so I just appreciate being able to be in those rooms and be in those spaces. Good.
0: We got more to come, more to come. So where can people find you? And then I know that you mentioned intensive. So sometimes people make referrals. If they did a referral, like what is your process? Is there like a wait list or something like that?
1: (laughs) Um, just, it really depends on when the person is trying to come in, especially if they're coming in from out of state. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a wait list as we schedule the time out. Cause if somebody has to come in, they have to plan it out anyway, mm-hmm. but typically I I'll talk to the person, do a consultation and then I'll do an intake session. Okay. Um, usually intake sessions, especially if you're not, my client is typically two hours. Okay. Um, cause I got a lot of information to get in that still paperwork that they fill out. And then from there, we plan the date that they come in. What does that look like? Cause I know people, People come in. That's probably we're doing four to six days and they're just staying there. And so that's that's pretty much how it goes. If they're already local, um, it's still an intake that we do. I probably still a two hour intake, but then planning it out now that depending on how they want to do it, whether they're extending their time or they're just trying to get it done in like a one or two week time frame.
0: Mm-hmm. Then just
1: depends on whenever they want.
0: It might be a wait list. OK, OK. And then how can people find out more about your services or what's the best way to contact you?
1: Well, I can give far as like if you on Instagram, you can see some of my stuff, but I will say on there and I also can link you into my website. So on Instagram, it's Heart of Counseling and Wellness. I'm at Heart of Counseling and Wellness. Same thing for Facebook. But you can go there and get the link. They can go on my website is the heart of counseling and wellness dot com. And then also they can email if they want to particularly email and it's office at the heart of counseling and wellness.com.
0: Okay. And everybody will make sure to link um, her information to the um, show notes. That way you can just click the link and go directly to her Instagram, go to link in her bio and website. So I want to say like, I, I, I love these interviews because I know that the therapists thrive off of them because it just shows them different ways that people are showing up in their business and then also a way for them to connect with other therapists to like pay attention to the journey because we have i'm gonna say three different groups of people who watch either the youtube or listen to the podcast and it is students that are like i can't wait to be like y'all when i grow up we get those in our dm and i'll be rolling like yo we're the same (laughs) age but it's just so cool (laughs) to be able to like inspire people through other people's stories and then of course we have the pre-licensed individuals where they're like this close. So, you know, they want to jump head over heels and we're like, whoa, you know, still experiment, but create a plan, you know, right. just, and, and do stuff that you love. I think that's the biggest thing that I'm listening from your story is like, you can tell based off of how you even talk about it intensive. Cause some therapists going to hear this like what four to six hours, oh, <laughs> Lord. you know, but I've, you I've gotten you that love. response. <laughs> right. Like do what you love and do, right. how, do something in which you show up well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that, that ain't a cup of tea for everybody. Right. <laughs> so don't right. listen to her and then try to do it yourself if you can't even sit in a 30 minute session. <laughs> 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 um, and then, of course, it's the therapists who probably are the most of them that are coming to this boot camp is like streams of income. We're interested. We've dabbled and dabbled. But what I find that you're talking about that you're doing and that you've done that sets you aside from some others is that you're showing up consistently. You know what you want, you know who you serve, and you know what transformation you're seeking. And that's what I want therapists to hear throughout this whole message of this podcast is show up for you, for the best interest of the clients that you serve and show up and be consistent so they, that you can be the expert. All right, so I've enjoyed you being on here. Thanks so much thank for being you, on our podcast. You. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Intentionally Abundant Podcast. Now, I know that flew by way too fast. So if you want more resources, head over to drtk.com forward slash link for additional abundant resources. Now, until the next episode, live intentionally abundant.